0: Good evening, everyone. Let's get started. No, that's not good. That's it.
1: (laughs) This is a serious show, folks. (laughs)
0: don't have Hassan here to say that I suck many, many dicks.
1: And why don't we have Hassan here? Yeah,
0: I know, right? Hassan, please pick up your phone. <laughs> I he, keep calling you. You're not, you don't pick up.
1: Well, he can't now because he got banned from Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> not Not for saying that Noam sucks many dicks, by the way. No. Unfortunately. He, no. That would have been I, hilarious.
0: Yeah, that would have been hilarious. Uh, So yeah, anyway, uh, welcome, it's Wednesday night, we're all crossed out, and uh, we're coming to you live again. Uh, Is this the... How many of these are done in person already?
1: I think this is the third. Third? I feel like it's the third. Wow. I feel like it.
0: Time is just like weird and and, uh, everything kind of blends into... The, you know, one or the
1: other. I think it's like
0: we've done like 34 or 35 of these, which is just like insane, right? It's very weird to, to think that on top of the uh, oh, going on 50 episodes of uh, of uh, Ambitious Crossover
1: Attempt, we also have like 35
0: of these by the end of the year.
1: Right, and maybe, maybe you're right because I was, like time is always a flat circle for me. Like I, I really suck at gauging like time and how long it's been since thing A happened and so it feels like it's been like three months since I moved to DC and really it's not even been a month yet so
0: <laughs> I, oh, I whirlwind, whirlwind of, uh, of uh, making a big life change
1: right like I, said, I just I stuck at gauging time so it's like I, I was setting up like my December schedule today and like doing like my monthly calendar and I looked at the date and I'm like wait a minute it's not even been a month yet Really? Honestly? Wow. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, there you have it. I mean, uh, I, 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 mean, I understand like I'm also like we, we explained this before, but like I'm weirdly involved in your move more than I would have been <laughs> otherwise. Uh, and so, yeah, it is We're, you know, I'm, I am also, I'm also getting used to this.
1: <laughs> yes. You, you have been very, very involved and thank you for that, by the way you're very welcome. Uh, and so anyway,
0: we're here to talk more of the things that are going on right now. I actually think that, you know, despite the episode title, I don't know if we're going to have a lot to say about the Georgia runoff. What more is there to say? We kind of, everybody knew, like there was some. we, there might, you know, like if Walker had won like a giant surprise victory, maybe there would be more to talk about, you know, like I, uh, I was on the, uh, the commentary podcast on, uh, I mean, yesterday, I guess. Was it yesterday? Time is so weird. It was no. yesterday. Was it? Oh, yeah, today's Wednesday.
1: Yesterday yes. was Tuesday. Yes.
0: It's hard. It feels like two. It feels like two days ago because it's e- it's evening now. Never mind. Whatever. It was yesterday. Right. It was yesterday morning. <laughs> and uh and yeah, there was some dis- discussion of the the runoff. You know, which had
1: not the results of which had not been. Decided, yeah. Right, because it was the, well, the actual technical voting was on Tuesday. I mean, we have early voting in Georgia and everything. But yeah, like the actual official vote was on Tuesday. Right. Also, it's not we state you now. Well, yeah, <laughs> it, it's, it, it's, it's still a little bit of we. I mean, I was there for most of it. Yes, Georgia, Georgia. Uh, anyway, so, uh, but everything that
0: was said there in sort of predictive fashion is essentially how it played out. So, like, there isn't a ton to say about it. And, you know, like the recrimination, you know, like the people who, the people who want to, yeah, everybody's blaming whoever it was that they were going to blame anyway, you know. I will say that, I will say that, I don't want to point any fingers at anybody, because there's, the intent is not to start wars, but I will say that for the most part, a lot of the vocal, like, this is clearly the fault of the Republican leadership or whatever people, are people who do
1: that because it's, their job to say that and not because like they're very opinionated about this being true right it's it's one of these situations where it's almost like the reaction is more important than the actual event itself georgia is very interesting in that i mean i'm sure there are other states where you can kind of see this but i feel like and maybe this is just homerism for having lived there for 15 years but you could really feel like this extremely stark divide between like rural and urban and how the urban areas have gone very Democrat, but you still have a heavy, heavy, heavy rural presence in Georgia, obviously, because I mean you have Atlanta, you have Athens, and then everything else is just kind of BFE-ish. Just how adjacent are you to BFE? and so Uh, Athens.
0: the only thing i know about
1: athens is that that's where rem are from well that's where the university of georgia is
0: Oh, okay oh maybe that's why then
1: yeah it's college town so i mean obviously young people obviously atlanta has been attracting a lot of younger people of all melanin levels it's just become this very trendy place to move to if you're in your you know your 20s your early 30s your you're entrepreneurially minded, you're sort of upwardly mobile. Atlanta has become a very popular place to go live. And so there is kind of that 50-50 divide in Georgia where you can never entirely say like, okay, yeah, the Democrats going to win or or now you can't say, yes, the, the Republicans going to win. And that is something that's fairly new in that it's not a solidly red state anymore. Obviously, this is Uh, Biden won it in 2020. Obviously, both Senate seats went blue in 2020, both Senate seats have stayed blue in 2022. So that is a story in and of itself. But of course, the the reactions from people who don't really want to acknowledge that maybe there might have been mistakes were made with candidate choice and candidate quality. And wanting to blame The, the funniest one is wanting to blame Mitch McConnell for this somehow. And I'm like, Mitch McConnell and the GOP, the actual like RNC were the only people still funding this man's campaign after Trump decided like, okay, I'm bored and I don't care anymore. And so, I mean, he was just a bad candidate. I mean, and been saying he's a bad candidate, is kind of underselling it. I mean, I do think the man has CTE. I I do think that he did suffer some damage during his time playing football and said many incoherent things, and obviously all of the stories about the illegitimate kids and the abortions and the abuse and everything. I mean, it, it's not surprising that somebody like no, that the, lost, and, and the whole, but- the whole
0: thing where, I mean, there was, like all of the efforts to get him elected felt very transparently like panicky. Know how there was that trend of like every interview that he did was him alongside some other Republican senator. Right. It felt very desperate. It felt extremely desperate. I also think, uh, as people said, there was some kind of like, um, there was also like a carpetbagger factor in there, kind of like what happened with Oz, where Warnock is seen as like a long standing Georgia uh, figure, mm-hmm. MLK, sure, chur- MLK, yeah, he's got and yeah. stuff, right? And I think that a lot, both with Oz and with, uh, with uh, uh, Walker, it seems like some of these Trumpy candidates really uh, uh, built their campaign around this, this weird idea that I usually see on the left of like, nobody of a sound mind could possibly vote for my opponent. You know, the whole thing about Fetterman was, like, mm-hmm. oh, he had us. A- no, you couldn't possibly vote for someone who had a stroke, which is a really bizarre argument for people to say when like the whole thing about Trump was like, it's a binary choice. So what are you going to do? Right. And so you're going to say no Fetterman's going to lose because like nobody who's smart is going to vote for him unless they're a Democrat, you know, like that's you're not you're, you're, you're contradicting your own philosophy, which is that, you know, we're going to run. Whoever it is that we run, you need to get behind 100% because Republicans, you know? And if not, we're going to blame Mitch McConnell for not sporting him hard enough. We're going to blame, I don't know, whatever. And so don't you imagine that that exact same thing is happening on the other side and that Fetterman, because, yeah, like you said, like Walker is being propped up like weekend at Bernie's, you know? Like he's being held up by literally held up by Lindsey Graham, you know, so he doesn't like. It fall down because he's already dead. And so, yeah, like they're doing it to Fetterman on the other side too. Like, why are you surprised? Like the whole idea was building this, like, I don't know, weird foundation of lies. I don't know what you want to call it, you know?
1: Right. And both sides, I, and there are those parallels between Walker and Fetterman as far as, candidates who seem to actually, I mean, not just ideological things, but like actual physical ailments that make you wonder if they are actually fit for the job. Like, it's not simply like, oh my God, he's a Democrat or oh my God, he's a Republican. It's like, oh my God, is he mentally
0: fit? And and, and the, the, the arguments, uh, the anti-candidate quality arguments just don't hold hold in Georgia because of <laughs> The, the huge disparity between like the, because Republicans won all the statewide races. Yeah. There, except this, this one. one. You know, like,
1: and by, and like in bit, the margins were really big
0: plus eight and, you know, like Raffensperger
1: and Yeah, uh, Raffensperger and Kemp just completely smoked Abrams. It's like and, again, this is something that again, Homerism, former Homerism, but Georgia is a unique, special place in that there is a lot of urban. There's a lot of suburban, too. And there's just a lot of people are just tired of the crazy. And, like, there's been much made about how the GOP has basically lost the suburban vote. And, yeah, I I can see that. Like, having lived in Atlanta, I can see him having, like, the whole GOP having lost that suburban vote because they're just tired of the crazy like they don't normal people don't want to deal with this bullshit all the time and and it's like it's it's such
0: a self-defeating argument like because you say to someone like look walker's a bad candidate because he did yeah the the, the abortion thing and their comeback is yeah but look at warnock he's a slum lord he's a he, he is his wife whatever but you're like okay but that means that you want a better candidate like what you're arguing is like right. their candidate is of low quality too okay fine so then candidate can, uh, candidate quality cancel each other out and then it's a battle of enthusiasm and so they, they they have more enthusiasm than you so you the way you compensate is you get a better candidate
1: right somebody who's not crazy i mean and i i will say it, uh, at least on the topic of chem, I mean. This go round, given like the current GOP environment, he seemed fairly sane. I still say that in his first campaign, he ran like literally the cringiest campaign ad I have ever seen in my life. If you want to look it up on YouTube, just look up Kemp campaign ad. You will find it. It is the worst. But again, Things Is have it worse sh-
0: than Dan Crenshaw's skydiving It's it's wherever. up there.
1: It's up there. It doesn't have the production value of the skydiving ad, but it's right up there. Was it Crenshaw? I think it was Yeah, it was there. Crenshaw. Where he's like skydiving and he's gonna like go save America or whatever. Yeah. And I now. find him like, I I like I find
0: Crenshaw likable, but yeah, like politicians really need to like be careful when someone is like here's my political ad we're going to do a whole action mo- no 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 you're fired no sir. you're,
1: no, you're going to stand here for 45 seconds and articulate your policy positions and that's it that's it that's what we're doing you're no. going to here's your wife and your kids and you are going to put on a sweater vest and that's it that's no, what chiqui, we're doing no cheeky shit we're not jumping out of airplanes we're not shooting guns not doing any of this. Just a normal ad. <laughs> That's it. That's all. Uh, excuse me. I'm going to be coughing. That was also making fun of Blake Masters and his, I guess, how preemptive video series on guns and him shooting them and i'm like oh my god dude please stop just stop i mean you're already you're already like the literal worst just stop
0: uh so uh i I think we uh we can uh, we can move on i guess to um uh, the, the ongoing Twitter files, the Twitter obsession. There's, <sighs> there's always a million stories about Twitter now. Now, the recent thing is like the city of San Francisco is gonna investigate Twitter because they found, uh, nap rooms in mm-hmm. their office, which is like a violation of like zoning laws. And then, and like, again, yeah, and then the yeah. world is acting like this is not, this is yeah. not like, the government practice attack,
1: and then before we got there, we we still have not gotten part two of the Twitter files. By the way, but we got an addendum right, to part that, one.
0: So, but that was why, right? There was a problem. Okay, yes. so something happened. That the part two of the Twitter files were, was going to happen and didn't happen. Radio silence. We don't know why. We didn't know why. And then uh, here comes like a, the Twitter files addendum.
1: Yeah. From- t- he puts out another Twitter thread explaining the delay. The delay,
0: and uh, but there are still question marks. Oh yeah. Right? So here I'm going to explain what happened, and then I'm going to explain the question
1: marks, right? Oh, because I got a lot to say here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hold on. We're gonna, so we're we're going to get to this. But the the thing is this: they ran into some trouble accessing the material. We're not exactly sure how the material was accessed, but it seems to me, for, contextually, from what Taibbi explains, is that Twitter Legal or whatever law firm Twitter had as their like in-house counsel had this material, and uh, what would happen was like Taibbi or Barry Weiss, who were the two people who were given access, would say, "Hey, can we?" They ran searches. I think they might have had an index. Here's the thing: like what I think happened is they had some kind of index of files that they could search through and then request materials that came up with that index. And then the law firm would like review them and send it over. And the way Tybee explained it, there was some, they ran into some trouble. Thank you, JB, for putting this up here, because now I can also like pull it up and look at it directly at what Tybee said. Uh, he could say, he says, uh, Twitter Deputy General Counsel Jim Baker was fired. Among the reasons, vetting the first batch of Twitter files without knowledge of new management. Which, uh, Yeah, hold on. We'll, we'll get to this. We'll get to it. The process of producing the Twitter files involved delivery to two journalists, Barry Weiss and me, via a lawyer close to new management. However, after the initial batch, things became complicated. Okay. Uh, on over the weekend, we both dealt with obstacles to new searches. And then he says, Barry wise, discovered that this was Jim Baker somehow. There are a few, there are a few pieces of information here that I find interesting because it, he says involved delivery to journalists via a lawyer close to new management. That's not Baker. So Musk had some kind of law, like new legal people. What we don't know is this, there's the, the the two huge things we don't know is like, was he, like, was he going over it like part of the thing? And B, did he withhold anything from them? What was it and why? Because I think that Elon Musk said, uh, JD might find this too, I'm sorry, but like where... Someone, someone asked him about like Jim Baker and he said something like his explanation was unconvincing, right? He said he was exited at Twitter after having vetted. Now we don't know what vetted means here. Yeah, go ahead, Jim.
1: Uh, no finish because I, this, the more I think about this story, the more I'm annoyed by it, but so finish. Look, like I will say
0: this, and and the thing that you're right in that yes, is very frustrating. Is uh, Taibi is uh, is being a little cagey, circumspect. He's writing a book, is what I think, and I think that he's deliberately being not vague. He's not withholding information here, but he is. He's being like I don't understand exactly why, like what the the reason is that he's being
1: sort of vague. Okay before i get into ahead. mine yes. explain to the people who jim baker is so i mean he's the, the, oh you just you could just read well actually read tiny bees yes well he's host okay, he is. So,
0: so he's former fbi general yes. counsel this right. is being framed in a certain way oh sure i mean uh, by matt taibi who again Yes. He, what you need to understand is like matt taibi now has like uh, like uh, he his his credit his recent credibility comes from the fact that he is a very, he's disillusioned by this new culture of uh, journalism that is extremely uncritical of Democrats. You know, he's he's a leftist. That's the thing that he is, meaning that he has reason to be critical in both ways of both Republicans and Democrats, right? He finds Democrats to be as corrupt and elitist and, and incestuous and whatever, as Republicans, they're just slightly closer to his opinions, right? Uh, and he writes, Baker is a controversial figure, he's been something of a selling of FBI controversies dating back to 2016, that's I I don't know if that's a, is that a reference that people still understand? Forrest Gump. People said Zelig. It's a movie starring uh, Woody Allen. Yeah, people it's, probably do not get that reference. It's a mockumentary about a, a man who like ends up like in every major world historic event, uh, and, and doesn't seem to age. It's interesting. It's like a mock. It's a mockumentary. But the the per, the, the point is like when you call somebody a Zelig, it means that like his name just comes up over and over in every controversy, right? And so he says he's been something of a zealot of FBI controversies dating back to 2016, from the Steele dossier to the alpha server mess. He resigned in 2018 after an investigation into leaks to the press, right? So you're, Jed is right in the sense that obviously the person who is the FBI's general counsel would be involved in every FBI controversy during the time that he was general counsel. Ah, right? Obviously. And, and <laughs> Okay. Right, It's let like me, saying you were somebody's lawyer for 10 years and you were also involved with every legal problem
1: they've had for 10 years. Yeah, duh, right? Right. And so let me start by... <laughs> Jen is like... First hearing, off... here up. <laughs> let me go back and reference my critique of the original Twitter Files thread, which was that Taibbi made the accusation that okay the hunter biden story was suppressed by twitter due to solely ideological reasons and then provided zero evidence of that this threat is even worse because he's not even accusing baker point blank of scrubbing the the information that was sent to him he's inferring it he's literally just leaving it out there for other people to do the dirty work by basically saying like Aha! Uh-huh. It's Jim Baker! You know this guy. And so everybody has taken it and run with it to be like, oh my God, it's Jim Baker. Okay, the reason why the FBI wasn't implicated in the original batch of information that Tybee was given is because Baker scrubbed it. That is the inference. But he doesn't have the balls to come right out and actually accuse him of that. So we have this whole thread.
0: But hold on, hold but, on, let me just interrupt you one second, because because here's the here's the, the other piece of circumstantial evidence that can be tied to this, which is uh, that uh, Elon Musk says on December 6th, <coughs> in reply to a tidy tweet about uh, Jay Baker, in light of concerns about Baker's possible role in suppression of information important to the public dialogue, he was exited from Twitter today. And somebody asks, was he asked to explain himself first? And Musk says, yes. His explanation was dot, 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 unconvincing, right? Now, he says possible role in suppression
1: of information. He doesn't say role, but yes, so then. Right. (laughs) That's my point. Nobody wants to come right out and make the accusation, because that's a very serious accusation to make. If you're going to say that... The the top lawyer for Twitter was scrubbing this information before it got sent out to Taibbi and Weiss. That's a serious allegation. Nobody's willing to go on record to make it, though. That's oh, I a, mean, look,
0: I, if nobody we, wants
1: to point blank Say it.
0: So once I'm once again, unfortunately, we're like uh, <laughs> we're like um, we're like people who are kept on the hook by uh, by a cliffhanger soap opera. Where I'm like, oh, wait for that. We got to wait for next week. We got to wait for the next week when Barry Weiss... When Barry right. Weiss walks and in... Because we got a close Barry Weiss just walked in on Jim Baker.
1: <laughs> right. And that's my next point about this is... This whole situation is staged as fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is beginning to smell like bullshit. Well, because, no, because yeah, you okay, need I'll- to tell me... That, okay, and, and this is another thing that annoyed me about the thread. It's this whole... Casablanca, <laughs> like Captain Renault, I'm shocked, shocked I tell you to find out that Jim Baker was deputy chief counsel for Twitter. Like, and I'm shocked that he was vetting this information. I'm like, okay, really? Well, who did you think was vetting it? Some Somebody other than deputy general counsel for Twitter? Okay. And you're shocked that, that you did... You, did you not know who Jim Baker
0: is? Well, now I'm. I'm what but, are you shocked by? But but so I'm, I'm I'm very interested in the choice, the choice, the, the dual choice of Tybee and Barry Weiss, uh, and I think that uh, having her in a way I tr- like I trust that she'll be more rigorous.
1: Right, and like, I mean, I might be.
0: I mean, I, I might be. I'm, I'm sure I am. I, mean, I, mean, I I gotta be full disclosure. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> obviously, uh, personal relationships notwithstanding, right? Um, but that's, I mean, that's that's part of it. Part of the reason you you know you you were to respect someone is you you respect their like rigor. But but I, I, yeah, um, I, I do think that just generally speaking, if because if it was Matt Taibbi and whatever, Katie Halper or whatever, you'd be like, okay, that's not good because it's just two people who are the same. I like, it's just a, you know, what it was a corroborating witness who isn't from the same ideological campus, just generally speaking, I'm more comfortable with more than one person who are like from different kind of realms getting access
1: to this because yeah, you know, but to say they are the only two people getting access to it. Which which annoys me because Taibi keeps saying reporters are back to searching through the data. I am like, okay, this is reporters in the strictest sense of the word because we're talking about two people. We're not talking about reporters writ large. I
0: mean, is it? I don't like
1: no I, because I other not... no other people have made like inquiries to get access to this data and been shot down.
0: No, no, I mean, like, is it? Is it? personally just him or is it him and whoever he the researchers
1: he hires yeah i guess you can can say yeah like i said you can use the plural of reporters in the strictest sense of the term but we're not talking about like a dozen different reporters working for different outlets searching this information
0: okay but that again that doesn't impress me like i got mad at that i got mad at the the, those the implication of like oh it's but but it's this was also like uh, used uh, this week as an excuse about the Hunter Biden. All of, a su- all of a sudden, all of a sudden comes this new excuse about the Hunter Biden laptop, which is like, oh, we didn't get access to it. We couldn't report on it. We didn't get access to it. Except everybody reported on it. But, 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 <laughs> but not, And not just that. I said my my counter to that was go to Google and search for the phrase. Uh, according to documents reviewed by the New York Times or by the Washington Post, Post yeah. like the, the, the 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 citation of a citation right. is so fucking common. And the implication is we trust the New York Times, right? They reported on it and we trust them and they, they, they say and
1: it's also like I didn't report the thing. Right. I report
0: that they reported what did it. it right? It's not
1: even that you trust them, you're just reporting that someone else reported a thing and so for Glenn
0: Kessler to pretend that like oh of course we could report on we didn't see the documents and we both saw it but it's like okay but like that yeah yeah how often does your paper say according to documents reviewed by the New York Times like that's and everything like that we said also the idea that like it's a selective leak you know because Taibbi said I gotta I had to I had to uh to agree to conditions, right? We and, said like-
1: I, now I've got questions about that because, okay, so I was under the impression that the way this went down is that Taibi was given, I don't know, a zip file, a thumb drive, PDF, something, anything, whatever, that he then went over and examined himself and then created this Twitter thread where now it looks like this is information that was being fed to him. And I would assume to Weiss, to by basically them asking, okay, go search for X, Y, Z, and then them giving back X, Y, Z little different situation. And so now I'm like, okay, Whose conditions were you working under?
0: But, uh, and also that I've got, I've got questions. Well, I've heard of this type of thing before.
1: By right? me, I've heard this, mean? this type of
0: access before. Uh, and so like, I know that a thing like this exists, but here's the thing. Here's the, th- here's the thing where you're hundred percent right. At some point, Taibi will not be able to just continue like not, ever answering anybody's questions about this, especially since if you know him, he's very, like, he'll respond to every fucking rando on Twitter over and over again, like, respond to allegations about his, uh, what he does or doesn't do, if it's fair, criticism of his is fair or unfair. If he flagrantly just ignores everybody saying, like, did you this or whatever, yeah. mechanical questions accusing him of whatever, and he's just cagey about it, he will look really bad and it would look especially weird if you know anything about like his habits of, of like defending himself.
1: Right. And I I think, again, this is just me making assumptions, but I think this is the same assumptions that everybody made is that this was information coming from Elon himself and that the conditions came from Elon, which now the whole Baker situation is like, again, again, we're pulling this whole, I'm so shocked. I can't believe it. It's Jim Baker. Oh my God. Which <laughs> in Taibbi's Twitter thread, just to let you know how like not a secret Jim Baker's employment was. So, okay. So they're, you know, I guess getting in touch with the law firm, trying to get more information, whatever, having problems. Uh, Barry Weiss finds out that this is coming from a guy named Jim. So she just picks up the phone, calls somebody over Twitter and is like, Hey, what's Jim's last name? And they're like, oh, it's Baker. Like, this was not like some massive secret. He wasn't working in like some basement, kind of like doing deep throat shit. Like he was literally the deputy general counsel for Twitter. Like this wasn't any kind of like secretive situation. Well, this but this
0: is here, this is where the mystery exists, like I said, and where Tybee eventually is I gonna be able to like escape. He does a call in show. He has a massive calling show where I presume he takes calls, right? You know, it's the fucking name of the platform well, that I we're mean. on right now, right? It's called TK Tybee and yeah Danny Alps or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I mean, he and and so because again, in his in the in the the, the addendum thread or whatever yeah. you want to call it, he says that the materials are supposed to be reviewed by a lawyer close to new management. The question is. Because maybe he wasn't supposed, that's what I'm saying. Well, it seems to suggest, and this is the problem. Once again, we go back to what you're saying. This is all like, we're inferring things from vague uh, wording. Seems to suggest he shouldn't have been doing that, but he did. Now, even if he didn't touch any information, if he was told not to do this and he did it, that's fireable, Whatever. If he also withheld information, that still, by the way, doesn't mean the FBI is has a deep state with Twitter. But
1: again, Twitter. that's the that's
0: the inference. I, I, it, it does. Again, you know what? Even people who are sort of uh, to be like a uh, more standoffish and more kind of rational about this, I think I, I can't remember if it was like Ben Dreyfus, as I say this, or or Jesse Singal or whatever said it's just such a bad look right it's so bad but it's one of those situations where you're like it's one of those situations where you're like it it just it, it just it, it doesn't even if you're not a person who believes in conspiracy what it what it makes you think is that it's a culture you know and the culture is like you can take a guy out of the out of the FBI but you can't take
1: the FBI out of the guy right you know what I mean but it's that's sweet. my point about this whole thread is that no, nobody is actually point blank accused Baker of doing anything, let alone having actually scrubbed anything that was sent out, which when you think about it, like, OK, even if you wanted to buy that, if you, if you wanted to be like, oh, Baker scrubbed all reference of the FBI out of this before he sent it over. Why the fuck would he like mess up having such a sweet gig? Because, OK. The first batch of information was accepted uncritically by Taibbi. Baker is not a rookie. Okay? This guy is I mean his his the thing he's known for is leaking information to the press. <laughs> That's
0: this why he resigned. Yeah.
1: Correct. Like he is known for leaking what turned out to be potentially, you know, incorrect information to the press. This guy is not an idiot. So you're telling me that, like, you think that Jim Baker completely blew this whole scheme of his to scrub any reference of the FBI from these files before sending them out and, like, completely whiffed after the first batch? Like, no, do you know this dude? Well, no,
0: but I mean, no. nobody, nobody, nobody
1: intends to get caught. You know, Sam Bankman
0: Free thought he was going to get away no, with but that. I mean, and Like, in retrospect, you're like, what an idiot, right? Oh, but by the way, did you hear that? Maxine Waters is not subpoenaing him. Oh yeah, so they have those pictures together again. They're talking about bad looks. Just yeah, you know Caesar's. wife. Where is JD? You know, you know the, the story about uh, Caesar's wife, where Caesar divorced his wife, Pompeia, mm-hmm. because there was a a rumor that turned out to be untrue that she had an affair, and he still divorced her. And they said, like, why are you divor- you know, why are you divorcing her? And he said something like the wife of Caesar must be above suspicion. You know, like just Ooh. the fact that maybe she um. did it is worth me divorcing her. And so like Maxine Waters needs to think to herself, like, just because
1: I have a picture with this guy with his arm around my shoulder, I should probably subpoena him just because of that. Right. But back to the point that I was trying to make about Baker, is like, this guy, if if that was his true intention, was to managed to absolve the FBI of any involvement in the Hunter Biden laptop story, he would have scrubbed everything before even going down this road and would have just been like, okay, I'll just keep feeding you scrubbed information. Like he's not going to blow up his spot. Like that's the thing about this. Like if you think about it for longer than five seconds, it makes no damn sense. Again,
0: unless again, something happened where he met, he made a subtle mistake. Look, Here's my problem. And here's the thing I also said about Twitter. Everybody's working on a a different clock than reality, right? I kept saying before, you know, when when everyone was like, oh, Twitter's dead, oh, look at this. Oh, uh, Eli Lilly and all these verified accounts. I was like, wait two months. Stop freaking out on an hourly basis, on a daily basis. You gotta wait like two months. How long has it been? It's not been two months, right? How long has it been? Uh, Five years. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, already, like, uh, the vast majority of the initial Meshigas, the initial, like, mess, has died down. We're back to very normal levels of, like, Twitter nuttiness. There are some bugs. There are some bots. We still got to sort out all this verified account shit, which, again, granted, was, like, the dumbest thing that he did was to just do it you know, like off the cuff, like yeah. the shoot from the hair. No, fuck it. We'll do it live. Yeah. When he realized it, he, he understood that he did it. He understood that he fucked up, but also part of that mentality, you know, like part of the, part of the culture of being a, a, like a kind of Silicon Valley type kind of person like him is that sometimes you make, you know, cr- radical choices and, uh, and, uh, and some of them like fall flat, but sometimes the unexpected happens and something that everybody thought would be like a disaster kind of weirdly works out. Right. Hold on. Who is who's disputing my Caesar info? Colonius literally showed up at his house dressed as a woman. Yeah, I know. I know. The Catalan, like, uh, what is it? The, the, uh, yeah, but, but. But didn't they con- didn't they get his confession that it wasn't that he was I don't know I can't remember there was there's some kind of proof that it wasn't there was like a Cicero letter or something like that where he talks about it anyway uh, the point is the, even if it was true what, the point was that Caesar said like I can't even have people suspect that my wife was unfaithful I that's how I because I think he was like Pontificus Maximus at the time like he wasn't emperor he was like the the head of the church, essentially, mm. he was like the equivalent of like the pope, yeah. I guess. Uh, and so he was like, "They can't suspect that my wife is some kind of is some kind of harlot, or whatever." <laughs> I, don't know what the, I don't know what the term was in ancient Rome. Some whore, but yes, but so anyway, what I'm saying is this: Don't say this episode of Andor was too slow. You gotta wait until the finale. Gotta, but
1: I mean, again...
0: What you're saying is the pacing of this season is terrible. But
1: but you're kind of
0: making my point, though.
1: Yes, but I mean, this, you're making serious allegations. This isn't a fucking TV show. This isn't, like, tune in next week for the next episode of the Twitter files. Like, if you're making the accusations that you're making and you genuinely feel that they are as serious as you feel they are, like, you really feel like and, and people have gone out, including Elon Musk, been like, this was some kind sort of 1A violation, which it wasn't completely. I don't understand why people can't understand the First Amendment. But like if you think this is serious, like if you really genuinely think some malfeasance happened, something happened here that affected the outcome of the 2020 election, stop fucking treating it like a TV show. So if you got something to say, say it. If you have proof of it. Put it out there stop it with this nonsense right here like this is this is this is what's making me think the whole thing is staged
0: so i so i think you're taking it too far i think book i think the
1: i think well the, right but again if you genuinely think this was that much of a threat what are you doing so
0: i, I again i understand what you're saying i want to wait I'm. I share I'm not your... waiting for the book. <laughs> no, 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 not the book. I, I like again. I share your frustration, but my, but what, but what I'm gonna do. What I'm saying is, I want to see put all of your cards on it. like. Yeah, this that's... is the flop, right? We're, we're, we're. I, I want to see all of your cards. This is, uh, right. this what, uh, what fucking game is it where you see some, some of somebody's cards and then they reveal the rest of their cards? It's not blackjack because you see one or like, whatever, but like, hell no. yeah, the point is like, I we're, we we only see half a hand right now, which is absurd. You're, I mean, yes. And, but yes, provisionally. Yes. Because also if there is also an explanation for why they delayed some kind of legal stuff, some, I don't know what the fuck's going on. But like I said, I, when they, when, when everything is on the table, I want to judge and then I will also judge whether or not there was a justification for it to do this. And then if there wasn't, they're going to get hit on that level as well. You know what I mean? Like if at the end they have some kind of great excuse for why all this shit happened the way it did good. If not, they're going to get hit on that too. Even if, Even if by the end it's worth it, if they, if the reason they did this is unexplained or you can be left to infer that it was to like, you know, maintain interest. Cume, they used to call it on the radio. The idea of like uh, the cumulative time you spend on YouTube, they call it watch time, right? The idea is like you want people to stick around. You don't want, uh, you don't want like a big hit and then. Right. To, for it to crash down to zero, I'm you got
1: to uh, worry about your metrics. Yes,
0: <laughs> stick around uh, next week. Same Twitter, t- same Tybee
1: Times, same yeah. Tybee Channel. <laughs> I'm telling you, the, the the part two is coming. It's coming. But in <laughs> the meantime, <laughs> in the meantime, <laughs> in the meantime, let me make this inference that Jim Baker scrubbed these files to. Save the FBI's ass, and and you're
0: right. And Taibi, like much like Greenwald, by the way, it needs to be clear that even in this, like this is a weird era of strange bedfellows. Taibi, terrible, terrible person. Glenn Glenn Greenwald, terrible person. Right? It's okay though to actually I find both of them less interesting in what they say and more interesting in. How quickly they they go from being like celebrated to totally trashed? Yeah, it varies on from day to day. But, but much like Elon, well, but the, but the thing is this: both of them are angry that uh, sort of liberal media isn't lefty media, right? Again, like I said, their main gripe these days is that. Uh, The the sort of the media isn't enough aggressive against Democrats, and they feel like it needs to be just as aggressive as it is against Republicans, but like from the left, not from the right. But still, they feel like they're way too enamored with Democrats. And they're like, it's weird because Democrats are also all rich and all elitist and all globalist and all that shit. And we don't like that. We don't like wars and Taibbi doesn't like wars and Greenwald doesn't like wars. That's why they're all called like Putin puppets. But that's weird. It's weird that like the leftist media is calling people like uh, people. Uh, they're calling them like Putin puppets because they're anti-war, which is like literally what they all were like 20 years ago. Like Taibbi like the only person essentially hasn't changed his position since the war in Iraq.
1: Well, there's a big difference between being anti-war and being like, You know, Ukraine should just surrender to Russia. Right. That's that's not anti-war. And so I'm saying, like, it's important to not
0: retcon who these people are specifically. And I'm not lauding either of them. And I don't have particularly high opinions of either of them. And the same goes for a few other, like, uh, lefty people that I follow and whose careers I follow, like, Lee Fang from The Intercept, who I think is fair on certain things meaning like he doesn't get swept up in his own sides like like fervor which is also true kind of, of like of, of Greenwald and of Tybee they just they're not like herd animals right that doesn't mean they're right or that they're good but I certainly don't expect that they're gonna like take have the take that everyone in their social circle has because parties right right I just this
1: I I do not like where this situation is going, because, again, I'm I'm seeing the the Trump defense here of Elon in that you have people simultaneously wanting to make the argument that, like, oh, he's a genius and he bought Twitter to, to drain the Twitter swamp. And then you also want to make the argument that you got played by Jim Baker, who was hiding in plain sight and somehow... You, you made this mass purge, you did all this firing and you fired all these people, but you didn't fire this guy? Like, I, I'm sorry, what?
0: I, the, the, the Hollywood cliché, people's minds are dominated by the, the Hollywood cliché of the Tony Stark. Like, he, you, he, he, you're not good at everything, right? And I've been saying this about Elon Musk for years. Like, he's not, even if he's a genius rocket designer, the biggest genius rocket designer in the history of the world, that doesn't mean he knows how to navigate a situation with social media and politics and free speech and legal and whatever, all that and corporate SB and I don't know what. Like that doesn't mean that he's, you know what I mean? That's not how like, the brain works, right? And I know, I know extremely smart people who speak five languages and have three PhDs and all that shit, but they don't know how to like change a light bulb. Right? It's like, it's not, that's, it doesn't, like the world doesn't work that way. And you, it's fine to say that Elon is an extremely smart and capable person, but also that he, in some of these situations, doesn't know what he's doing. Right?
1: I mean, I just find it very hard to believe that you do like this whole purge of Twitter employees and you leave this guy. Like, uh, excuse me, I'm not make it make sense to me because right now it really doesn't. Right. And so I don't, I'm not like, I, 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 again, conspiracy theorizing, but this really feels like this is a bit of a setup. I don't know because here, I'll tell you why I'm not sure Uh, because
0: I'm actually going to use, it's funny. I'm going to use Elon's, the fact that he's very half cocked in his own defense right now, which what you call the Trump defense, but like, I would not find it weird at all that he came in. Cause they even said they fired a whole bunch of people. And then some of them were like, oops, we fired these people by accident. Let's ask them back. Right. I find it entirely plausible that he didn't know who Jim, like the name Jim Baker didn't mean anything to him. And then when Barry Weiss was like, do you know that Jim Baker is, and he was like, who is the, he'll Google it. And they're like, Oh shit. Fire him immediately. Like I mean, that literally does not sound far fetched to me. Considering, mm. considering the other stories that have been happening about Twitter, that doesn't sound. That sound, he sounds like he did this without thinking a lot about stuff like that. And he could have, because I don't. Not everybody acts like they know that name, right? I heard James Baker. I thought it was the Middle East, the Israel Middle East guy, James Baker, who was like Clinton's or whatever. Yeah. Think, yeah. 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 Not that guy though. Yeah. But, um, but like I said, I am, I, to, to me, the, all of this goes back into what I always thought that the culture of the ego and power that goes on there. I still don't think there's any kind of like FBI. I think at worst, like I said, at worst, what you have is a culture in the FBI that infects former FBI people as well, where they feel powerful and they feel uh, uh, unaccountable.
1: And in most cases they are. But like I said, this this the way this has been presented, again, zero evidence. And at this point, zero actual on the record accusations that Baker scrubbed any of this data. And then Elon's response is like, uh, we, I, I, I questioned him and I found his responses unconvincing. What the fuck does that mean? What did you ask him? What did he say? What What does that mean? Well, again, it's left out there for people to infer that certain questions were asked and not answered like successfully or at least to Elon's liking. Again, which leads everybody else to do the dirty work of saying, oh, Baker did a thing. I'm like, really guys really I, I see what you're doing like this I, I don't even understand like why other people don't see this like again you're not even willing to go on record like making an actual accusation like yeah
0: now we're not doing that you're, you're certainly not doing that yeah. but I'm not doing that either I at no point like that's the thing I wanted I want to see because because I'll give you an example because this is all about like the way things are reported on right because i discovered something interesting i was looking at cuz because of this whole hunter biden story there was that letter that was signed by all these like 50 plus former mm-hmm. nat, nat- yeah. security people that said and every report about it says that they called it a russian disinformation operation mm-hmm. right and that is not true they called it a russian information operation not a disinformation operation. And those things are incredibly different because an info-op and a dis, because, because like uh, stealing a laptop with real stuff and planning it somewhere that people can find it is an info-op. A dis-info-op does not include real information, it includes fake information. And those things are, that, that, that's a, a very substantial distinction. And every report said this info op this info op right? And so here also, there's a lot of it, like you said, it's left up to, because of vague uh, wording, a lot of reports about this. I I saw something like, oh, on on suspicion that he suppressed, and I was like, ah, that's on suspicion. So we said. So you're inferring that something happened. So again, we Mm -hmm. we here on this show, we we can do this again, read both are parts of circumstantial information that our people are like putting one and one together. This one is Elon Musk says, in light of concerns about Baker's possible role in suppression of information important to the public dialogue, he was exited from Twitter today. Doesn't say that he did it. Doesn't say it was about this. It says information important to the public dialogue, right? Which could be a totally different thing. Yeah. I'm saying it could be a totally different situation as well. And Taibi, who says, um, uh, "Twitter deputy general counsel fired here. Right? Among the reasons, vetting the first batch of Twitter files without knowledge of new management.
1: Okay, what does that mean?
0: Right, correct. And then, oh, and then also, the process of producing the Twitter files involved delivery to two journalists, Barry Weiss and me, via a lawyer close to new management." So again, there is some,
1: like you said, we don't. Yeah, the, the, this this tells me absolutely freaking nothing. Right,
0: and I said this to me the the the, the most the, the most cogent and the most uh, important criticism of Taibi's conduct thus far is this: he does a big thread, he kind of disappears for a while, and now he's coming back, and then, and, I, and I understand that he's probably like buried in this material. His phone is probably ringing off the hook. I get it. I get, but like you said, you can't really, you can't really withdraw to that excuse when you put shit like this out there. You can't say like, Oh, sorry, I'm super busy. If you're super busy, then uh, uh, word your things so that people have fewer questions about them. So that then you don't have to spend time fielding questions about it.
1: Right. And I, my closing thought on this is if I was Taibi or I was Weiss, I would be extremely careful at this point what I put my name to because this, like I said, this is beginning to smell like bullshit. I, I, I would do a lot of due diligence before putting out anything under my name.
0: The only reason it, the only reason that would be strange is that if this were bullshit. Wouldn't it be? More, wouldn't it be better? that's what I mean. Like, that's why one of the weirdest uh, aspects of the discourse here is that the same people who say like, this is Elon, this is all PR that Elon's doing for himself, all thinks things it's fully exculpatory. And so wouldn't it be juicier? That's what I mean. Like if it were fake, cause like, because you could also argue, like you could argue the same thing about it being vague. About meaning that
1: it's often like it's too lame to be fake in a way. Well, no, because the, the reason you do this and the reason you're vague about it, and the reason you make sort of veiled accusations is you're manufacturing slash leaning into a conspiracy theory about the Hunter Biden laptop story and what happened, which is that, well, and this is a funny little pivot that happened with this thread that the Biden team did something to suppress this. And now we've moved on to, oh, the FBI did something to suppress this or, or somehow in collusion with the Biden Well, team. I mean,
0: yes and no, because I, the original uh, part of the original allegation always was that the FBI was part of it because they had contacted. Yeah. In fact, there's a weird there's already a weird discrepancy because uh you know everyone was saying like oh it was general there were general uh warnings Mm -hmm. but there were actually yoel roth is on record uh like two years ago or something like that saying that they specifically talked about in uh you know like they specifically kind of seeded the idea that the 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 hunter laptop might be like fake Mm -hmm. um so look, like I said, I, maybe it's, I, I, one of the things I will say this about, because again, I was on, when I was on the commentary podcast, a lot of it was about like talking about me and Twitter and my Twitter and stuff. And I do think that an important skill to stay sane on Twitter is the idea of like, you really need to like wait, like everything happens so fast. Like I'm really trying to, I'm really trying to, uh, to, uh, to reserve final judgment about this or or at least like, you know, about everybody involved and stuff until I see what's actually going to happen. And like you said, if if all of it is not only like unimpressive, but also for no discernible reason has been like this. I mean, one, you know, they said that the because of this whole Baker thing, the shit got delayed that was supposed to already happen, right? I don't... F- you know, I don't
1: know, right? And that's why I'm just like, I am deeply unimpressed by everything that's been released so far. I think I've pretty much aired my, between ambitious crossover attempt and here, I think I've pretty much aired my discontent here. Yeah, I know people are people
0: are abandoning the show, I'm getting private messages from people like, I can't or mm. don't like Jim anymore. No, I'm <laughs> um, but. Um, Again, I even like I said. I still think that, despite the way you frame it, I still don't think that we that our our disagreement is particularly uh, no. uh, substantial. I just think again. I think that everything we see now indicates a thing that I always thought. Again, like I said, the culture of ego and power there, but that's not. They're allowed to. They're allowed to have a culture of ego and power there. Certainly, I also find a lot of the defenses of Baker and of Vijaya got like super cringe inducing though, like where people are really painting themselves into a weird corner where they're forced to defend these people. Although they're like, Oh poor. Oh. yeah, we're not, <laughs> we're not talking about angels here, <laughs> but like, and yeah, it's like, just don't, it's, it's sad. It's, it's sort of sad and funny. Like the, the, the polarization leads people to do stuff that is so self-sabotagey, like hurts your reputation, makes you look really dumb, only because you kind of painted yourself into a
1: weird corner where you now have to do it yeah. to own the insert group here. Yeah, it, this one is particularly funny because now you've got people trying to defend. Baker. <coughs> some, uh, a, 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 I mean... He's an FBI lawyer. Like, come on. Like, yes, I know. Like, he, so, he got popped for like releasing so information weird. to it's the.
0: It's so press. weird watching people who work for like Mother Jones and Media Matters be like, this guy is being harassed and threatened, and it's like, wow, wow, what a weird world we live in now. I just, and by the way, that's exactly the thing that Taibbi and Greenwald hate. They're like, you're defending a bed, and even if it's unmerited, whatever. They come from the world where like. You know, you know, you do pay. not defend the Fed. Yeah, they're, they're kind f- of a, they're sort of a cab. Yeah, that's sort of what they are. They're yeah, kind yeah. of classic. They're pre pre woke, pre Black Lives Matter or a cab kind of people. Right, like you don't defend a guy that worked for the <coughs> FBI. What's wrong with you? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, uh, I think it's uh, we're we're uh, we're running uh, up to the end of the show. We didn't talk about anything else.
1: or reviews. it? One of these days, we're going to get a chance to talk about Love Is Blind. Yeah, I, I was if, gonna say, if things it, would stop happening, we could tell you our opinions. Yeah, very
0: interesting. <laughs> we watched like the foreign, the, the, the foreign editions of Love Is Blind from Brazil and Japan. They were very insightful about I don't know, like how different countries. It, it is interesting to see the same dumb premise like thrown into uh, uh, wildly different societies to see how they kind of handle it. And yeah, it was it was interesting in that sense,
1: right? Yeah, the Japan one was actually super surprising to me. I was not expecting that. But, yeah, one of these days when, like, there's a slow news week, we could discuss it, maybe, I guess, if that ever happens. Awesome. Uh,
0: So, yeah, obviously, thank you, everybody, as we're heading towards the holidays. We've still got another. we still got a couple of these more to go
1: before the end of the year. Yeah.
0: Uh, And so, yeah, Yeah. thank you, everyone, uh, for joining us tonight. And, uh, Jen, how about you do some plugs and uh, we can uh, go.
1: Okay. So, obviously, you're here. You know where to find us. Um, We are live every Wednesday, 830 Eastern p.m. You can catch us, obviously, live. Come join us. Or you can catch us as words either on the call-in app or on your podcast catchers. Our main podcast, Ambitious Possible Attempt, drops every Monday. You can find it on all your podcast catchers. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at B X over. You can find me on Twitter at that Jen Monroe and on substack at jenmonroe.substack.com.
0: Awesome. I'm Neon Taster on Twitter. And also youtube.com slash neon taster. Twitch TV twitch.tv slash neon taster. Wow. And uh Instagram.com slash neon taster. Also ambitious crossover on YouTube. And uh yeah, that's about it. Thank you very much. Thanks, Jen. Have a good night, guys.
1: Thanks, everybody. Good night.